This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right, other development. This happened uh, yesterday, right before the show. Was not really aware of it until about 2 o'clock. But the UNC System Board of Governors voted on a new... Let's we'll just call it a bylaw. I don't know how they're characterizing it. But essentially, they have the right to prevent the University of North Carolina or any school in the university system. And we are kind of talking about uh, UNC here. They have the right to prevent UNC from, let's just say, going to the Big East, Big Ten, rather, Big East. <laughs> they're not going to the Big East. They have the right to prevent UNC from going to the Big Ten. And I know that it's being kind of shaped as they're trying to save the Atlantic Coast Conference. That's not my read. My read is that they are trying to save the gap, the potential gap between UNC and NC State. Something I floated a long time ago that I didn't think that the General Assembly would allow North Carolina and NC State to go on drastically different financial paths. Uh, Brian Murphy, WRAL Sports investigative reporter, joins us on the Adam Gold Show. All right, so uh, it was your story yesterday at WRALsportsfan.com that went as far as we can to explaining this. Uh, So how do you read this particular uh, news story? Um, What does it really mean? That's a great question. I've had a lot of people ask me that because I'm not sure how much of it is the Board of Governors just asserting their power. Like, hey, we want control of this. Right. And how much of it is we want to tie North Carolina and North Carolina State together forever. Um, And and those are two very different things. One is simply oversight. and We should be in charge of this. And we saw what happened in California with UCLA and Cal, and, and they were late getting involved. They didn't know if they had the power or didn't have the power. So I could read it as, hey, we're just trying to clean up these lines that clearly indicate we're in charge of this. And then you can also read it as we're not going to let a school that we've pumped millions and billions of dollars into in NC State fall by the wayside because UNC wants to go play against Alabama and, and Georgia in the SEC. So I think it can be read fairly both of those ways. Unfortunately, we won't know uh, which way it really is until somebody says we're leaving the ACC <laughs> and the Board of Governors makes their decision. Yeah, I think in some ways Brian Murphy is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. In some ways, um, nothing will likely happen uh, until we get a resolution on Florida State versus the Atlantic Coast Conference, right? Uh, if there's, uh, if Florida State is basically locked into the league for the duration, I mean, then nobody else is going to challenge the grant of rights, and the league will stay uh, as it is because nobody is going to be willingly uh, paying, you know, $500 million uh, to uh, to buy their way out. Um, so, I mean, to, to me, nothing can happen until then. But I, when I looked at it, I don't see this as a, a mode to save the ACC as much as you said to keep these two schools aligned together. I, I think it's interesting because I don't think – and we're mostly talking about UNC here. Right? Yeah. I don't think UNC is, like, eager to get out of the ACC. I mean, I don't think they're – they're certainly not in the Florida State camp. Um, <laughs> Nobody. Where they're like, you know, agitated <laughs> right. to get out in every way. I, I don't think they really want to leave. 
another thing to consider, if say Florida State and Clemson leave and they each have to pay $500 million, that's suddenly a billion dollars that gets put into the ACC right. coffers <laughs> to hand out to its current members. Yeah. Um, look, I, I mean, eventually maybe there'll come a time, but I think so much is happening in college athletics. Florida State could pay $500 million to get out of the ACC only to find out that, that the Big Ten and the SEC have – have changed radically and there's now this super tier one division and they wouldn't have even had to really pay to get out of the ACC anyhow. Right. So like there's just, or maybe everybody's an employee and and half the ACC doesn't want to do that. So the league crumbles anyhow. Like there's so many moving parts right now to make that kind of big decision just seems like you're rushing things. All right. So the first thing I thought of when I saw this was, all right, so the board of governors, first of all, they need a heads up. There goes uh, there goes any secrecy because once once it goes there, it's going to be public. So you can't do anything secretly. It w- wouldn't be like the uh, the Mayflower trucks leaving Baltimore for Indianapolis with the Colts. They just woke up there uh, on one morning in what is it, 1983. Um, so it would be something we would be able to see happening in real time. So the heads up, but then it's a vote. And the entire board would have to vote. I think there are 24 members of the board. There's nowhere in the story that says just a una- just a uh, a majority vote. Would it have to be right. unanimous? Would it have to be 80 percent? Do we know anything about that vote? Yeah, it's unclear. And this and the system is kind of crazy, right? The chancellor. So let's use UNC as the example. The chancellor of UNC would inform the president of the board of trustees or the board of governors. Right. The system president. And the system president would then get to say yes or no, approve this financial plan or not. And if the president says no, then it goes back to the university. If the president says yes, then the board of governors then gets to decide, hey, do we want to weigh in on this? Right. I mean, the levels of bureaucracy on this for what has been a fast moving thing, right? Washington and Oregon, maybe they were working behind the scenes, but they ended up making their decision basically overnight. Do we stay in the Pac-12, take this Apple deal? Do we go to the Big Ten? Like, these things move very quickly. And as we know, you know, bureaucracies and and boards of governors don't act very quickly. I do wonder if going to this is going to end up tying the hands of a university down the line where they need to move with speed and they need to move with transparency and they won't be able to do either of those things. How binding is this uh, decision by the UNC system? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I mean, it's on the consent. It passed the committee uh, right. yesterday. It's now on the consent agenda for the February meeting. So it's it's going to happen. The consent agenda. For the know, February it's, meeting. So if UNC left today, then right. that's not in place. Exactly. I'm just kidding. Exactly. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> But, I, I mean, it's binding. It, it, right. it, it rewrites the intercollegiate policy, the intercollegiate athletic policy in the Board of Governors, like, constitution or, or you know, policy manual. And so the system president will have to be notified. And then if he gives his okay, then the Board of Governors. Now, the one thing I will say, these, these people are all political people. It's all politics. Uh, 
yeah, they all know what's what the deal is. I, you know, so they know they can go behind closed doors and do some of this. They know they can have one-off meetings. They they know what the vote is going to be before it happens uh, when it comes to things like mm-hmm. this. So. I don't know if it's necessarily going to play out in public. The decision, the de- the final vote will, but the decisions will probably be made behind closed doors. So. All right, final thing for Brian Murphy, because we were going to talk to you about this yesterday. We just couldn't figure out a time to do it. Uh, is gambling, we now have a date, March 11th, which gets us to the ACC tournament the next day, the NCAA tournament the next week. Carolina's got a hockey game against the Rangers the 12th. Uh, the Masters is not that far. We got the draft. There's so many things, big things to for people to lose money on uh, starting March 11th. Uh, but how's go- how is the rollout going to be? Is it going to start uh, in my uh, in my hand with my phone first? Will there be any brick and mortar uh, sports books to walk into? How is this going to look? Don't forget to get all your baseball future bets in. Oh uh, yes, in mm-hmm. early March there, yeah. Braves to win the World Series or, or whatever you I like. Pick um, the Braves to win the World Series. <laughs> on March first, on March first, you will be able to uh, register your account in North Carolina with the mobile operators, and you'll be able to begin funding your account. So there'll be a sort of a, a 10 day, 11 day period okay. where you can test out the different accounts. Um, there will not be brick and mortar uh, places launching on March 11th. There's a lot of rules and regulations around them. You know, where do you keep the money? Is there security? Do all the people working there have background checks and right. you're not worried about one of them stealing the money? Um, and so they're not ready. And, and if you hear the, the lottery commission, they say basically nobody's actually ready to launch. As they get ready to launch in-person sports books, we, we will certify them and, and allow them to operate. But nobody's ready, and we wanted to get this out the door with mobile first. So mobile will be ready first. In-person will come later. And horse racing, which is allowed under the law, they have not even began begun to write the rules for advanced deposit wagering and paramutual <laughs> wagering. So horse racing will not be on the menu um, at the start. Obviously, the Kentucky Derby is probably the big day for that. Sure. Will they be able to get it launched by, by May? We'll see. Uh, I think we'll start to see those rules come up here shortly. But their big thing and their big push, I think, was to get mobile launched before the before the ACC tournament or before the NCAA tournament. And, and they've met that goal. And, and if some of the other stuff had to wait a little bit, so be it. They wanted to make sure it was in people's pockets by the by the NCAA tournament. So download your FanDuel app. Yes, you cannot. You can't. You can't make, place your bets, and you can't even load money yet. And, right. and I imagine somewhere in late February, we're about to see a barrage of ads offering. You know, if you deposit a hundred dollars, you'll get two hundred free. If you make a five dollar bet, you'll get two hundred dollars free. Right. Uh, the, the, the ads are coming. Uh, if uh, if if Sebastian Ajo plays one minute against the uh, the Blue Jackets, uh, you win a hundred dollars. That's basically yeah, what they do, yeah. right? If Carolina and Duke tip off, you win. <laughs> um, is pretty much how it how it works at the beginning, and they'll, you know, I, look. I, I you don't need gambling advice from me, no. but there's a lot of free money to be had at the beginning sure. if you're patient about it, and you you can build up your your accounts that way. Um, but don't spend it all in one place. No, and uh, as they say, don't chase your losses. Only wager as much as you are willing to lose because you're probably going to lose, right? Yeah, I mean, no, no doubt. Probably going to lose. <laughs> and, I, you know, I was on uh, Carolina's campus yesterday, and, I, and, the, and when all this was happening, and I thought, man, like, I – went to Carolina and the thought of having uh, a bookie in my pocket that I could gamble at any time. You know, I think there's, there's really going to need to be some education. That didn't happen in college. Wait a second. Where did I went to Maryland? 
<laughs> well, you you found those guys. Thank that you. Had, I avoided them. What do you mean? I found they found us. <laughs> I was not a gambler, by the way. I was I've, I've 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 placed very few bets in my life outside of Las Vegas. Very few. You count on one hand the number. Of, I just it's it's this uh, this fear of losing because it's to me it's like wow I get nothing out of all of that expense. <laughs> So only in Vegas have I, have I really done it. So well, you know, you're at it. Look, I'm you know, I've tried to cover this as straight as I can, and I have a lot of good feelings about gambling and, and a lot of, and and certain you know worries about it. But you're adding an addictive thing onto an addictive device. Like I can't get off my phone already, <laughs> and now you're adding something else to it. That's I think there are some legitimate real concerns about it. But it's here, and yeah, like uh, and anything else, right? It's like it's like it's literally like anything else. Uh, Personal responsibility, Brian. I'm addicted to talking to Brian Murphy. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that there's a 12 step program for that. Uh, I will. Uh, I will talk to you very soon, my friend, at uh, at Murph's Turf on Twitter. I appreciate your time, man. All right, thanks, Adam. More great news for carry commuters with the new Go Carry app. You can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the Go Carry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the Go Carry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. Go Carry, where getting there is. Just a tap away.